In this week's episode, let's discuss how to manage your emotions in healthy ways. Oh, you don't want to talk about emotions? Well, you then, you mother son of a. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season five of Communication Junkie. My name is Steve Fuller, and I'm your host. Managing emotions is really difficult. I've discussed emotions in previous episodes, including the amygdala hijack way back in season one. Now I want to focus on some of the worst ways people manage emotions while sharing some much healthier strategies. Let me be clear. Emotions are great. Emotions are healthy. Happiness, sadness, even anger. You're allowed to feel whatever you need to feel. What matters is how you respond to those emotions. So, let's see if you recognize yourself in one of these six destructive ways that people respond to emotions. First, some people explode. You have to walk on eggshells around them because any misstep in kaboom, yelling, screaming, cursing, name-calling. If you've ever been on the receiving end, it's brutal. And if you've ever exploded, there's tremendous guilt and shame afterwards. Exploding is clearly not a healthy way to manage your emotions. If you're an exploder, learn to breathe. I know this may sound silly or too simplistic, but there's scientific evidence that taking deep belly breaths calms people down and eases anxiety. Learn to pause and diffuse the ticking time bomb inside of you. Or maybe exercise will burn off some of that energy. Go for a run, hit the gym. Anything is better than exploding. Second, some people bottle. You take your emotions, bottle them up, and place that bottle on a shelf. The problem is that the emotions are still there. You're just not dealing with them. Of course, bottling can lead to exploding. If anyone ever knocks that shelf over, God help them because you've got a lot of emotions stored up waiting to be released. If you're a bottler, find ways to pop the cap. Journaling is a great idea. Write poetry. Start a blog. Talk to a therapist. Whatever it takes to confront those emotions in healthy ways. Third, some people complain. Ever slowly let the air out of a balloon? There's an annoying hissing sound that seems to last forever. That's what it's like to listen to a complainer. It's a constant stream of grievances because they never actually deal with what's bothering them. If you're a complainer, it's all about learning how to confront other people. The complainer is almost always passive-aggressive, trying to communicate their unhappiness in subtle ways that make them feel like they aren't really complaining. Learning to actually communicate what's bothering them and what they need will reduce the desire to complain. Fourth, some people sabotage. Revenge is the primary way you manage emotions. Someone hurt you, your goal is to hurt them back. You piss me off, I'm going to piss you off. You make me cry, you better grab some tissues. Because here comes the most hurtful thing you've ever heard. Look, I get it. Our natural instinct is to fight back when we're under attack. But there are some pretty powerful lessons about vengeance. Unless you're Liam Neeson, it rarely ends up working out the way you want. Try prayer or meditation instead. Whatever source of strength within yourself or out there in the universe that helps you make good decisions, tap into that source instead of throwing gasoline onto the fire. Fifth, some people disappear. Separating yourself in order to calm down isn't a bad thing. In fact, it's one of my recommendations for being healthy. But isolation can turn unhealthy pretty quickly. If we've learned anything over the past year, it's that we need other people. Seeking out mature friends to help us process our emotions is almost always better than managing those emotions alone. 
I've always argued that mental health checkups should be as common as physicals. I mean, we visit the dentist every six months, or at least you should. When's the last time you saw a professional therapist? Has society really decided that our teeth are more important than our brains? It's a crime that insurance companies don't provide better mental health benefits. Imagine how different the world would be if we cared for mental trauma the way we care for cavities or broken bones. Sixth, some people detach. If you've ever watched the television show Dexter, blood splatter analyst Dexter Morgan was slightly detached from his emotions. There's a certain numbness that develops that sometimes seems kind of nice. You don't feel sadness or anger the way most people do. But the problem is you also don't feel pleasure, joy, or excitement. Sometimes it's good to detach from our emotions. When something overwhelming happens, like losing a loved one, it would crush us to feel every ounce of that pain every day of our lives. So we detach and keep moving forward. But if you detach all of the time from every emotion, it leads to a pretty empty life. In the TV show, Dexter started to feel once he allowed himself to care about other people. It's easier to detach when everything is about you. It's harder when you choose to love. Start with a pet. Let that little puppy or kitten break down your walls. Then work your way up to an actual human being. Detaching might help you avoid the low lows, but it also keeps you from experiencing the high highs that make life worth living. If you're honest with yourself, you know these six unhealthy emotional responses damage your relationships. I've already offered some solutions, but I want to sum them up with one final piece of advice. Find your outlet. There are healthy alternatives to exploding, bottling, complaining, sabotaging, disappearing, and detaching. It's different for everyone. Maybe I listed yours and maybe I didn't, but I highly recommend you spend some time searching. Breathe, exercise, journal, pray, meditate, count to 10, talk to a professional. It all comes down to the infamous words of Chubbs Peterson. Go to your happy place. Whatever that means for you, we all need to discover a strategy for managing our difficult emotions in healthy ways. Okay, that's all for this week. Special thanks to the band Randy for our theme song. Subscribe to Communication Junkie anywhere podcasts are found. Please rate the show while you're there. Positive ratings do help. Follow me on Twitter at FullSteve and at ComJunk. Please share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, be good.